and Ashes Update for Host Plus. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMT at hostplus.com.au. Run home with Joel and the scope today. All thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold at any time fitness, no matter who you are, you're welcome at any time. We've just had Brad Fittler, the New South Wales coach, so you can catch up on the podcast if you've missed that. But this bloke here, Scopey, let me tell you, I love listening to this bloke. Every time he's on, there's something about the charm of this man who I didn't really know him too well, to be honest with you, as far as a media identity, but I well and truly do now, and he's an absolute star. He's working for SEN for the Ashes and many of the SEN coverage when it comes to cricket. Barat Sunderason over in England. He's live, and he's on the run home with Joel and Fletch. G'day, Brett. Oh, good, age. Oh, that was very kind of you to say. Uh, you made my morning already. I'm up. <laughs> I, I woke up early to finish my piece, but now I'm really, I feel like Mark Wood all of a sudden. I'm warmed <laughs> up and ready to steam in. I mean it, Barrett. Look, you, you are, it's very, um, uh, you, you need to be listened to. You've got that something about you. Can you tell us the Barrett's under racing story, please? Wow. Oh, oh, I wasn't prepared for this. Oh, no. I mean, like, thank you so much for that. Uh, oh, well, like I'm originally from India, as you know. I covered Indian cricket for a long, long time, uh, writing for a newspaper back in India. And then uh, I moved five years ago to, to the beautiful city of Adelaide, which none of you rate. But uh, <laughs> no, and I, I just love it there. And yeah, ever since I've been following the Australian cricket team around and uh, SEN and Jared and Adam Collins have been very kind and Mitchell Scott to uh, give me this opportunity a few years ago and uh, yeah I mean look I, I talk all, all day long anyway so basically all they've done is <laughs> put a mic in front of me I think <laughs> nah it's thank you so much it's been a wonderful journey and it's a privilege uh, and a pleasure to be a part of this team well done Barat. okay let's set the scene so we're, we're marching now into the third Ashes test England have the advantage after day one um, I think it's still even, you know. Um, uh, you'd think because England were able to bowl out Australia in just over 60 overs um, and and they won the toss and elected to field, uh, and because Joe Root is still out there, you'd think they're slightly ahead. But if you just look at where Australia were, uh, what, 4 for 80, and then those two drop catches of Travis Head and Mitchell Marsh, Australia could easily have been bowled out for 150. Uh, and then you could have said England were right on top. But that's been the nature of, of the series. It's ebbed and flowed that way. Every time you've thought one team has uh, the dominant hand, the other team comes back. Uh, and the three wickets that Australia took late last night, I think helped them sort of draw parity. But um, yeah, I would still want... Um, uh, one and a bit more of uh, my other foot in the English camp right now. Yeah, Barat, uh, they would have been loving it in the English camp even a lot better if not for Mitchell Marsh, mate. Uh, sort of salvaged the innings, 118 off, 118 of the best. What are innings for Mitch Marsh? Mitch Marsh called back into the Australian lineup. Oh, yeah, what a special person he is, right? Uh, I mean, be- people have always uh, gone back and forth with Mitch Marsh. Uh, or I think both Marsh brothers, but especially Mitch Marsh. I mean, he's always had that super talent about him, which is why uh, the Cricket Australia and Australian cricket has invested so deeply into him. And and you look at him and you just don't realize that he's been around for a long time, but he's just at 31. Mm. Uh, you know, there are so many guys. Michael Hussey hasn't even played Test cricket at that age, did he? Or he was just big making his way through. Um, so it just because he's got so many uh, interspersed opportunities over the years and the emergence of Cam Green pushed him 
into uh, you know further down the pecking order uh, as a result. Uh, but as you saw yesterday, I mean that's the kind of innings Australia have always expected from him. Uh, backs to the wall. He just backed himself. Yes, he got that early life early on, but um, it was just a brutal innings, brute force from Amish Marsh. Uh, uh, but again, I mean, such a lovely guy. I spoke to him for SE and uh, late later in the evening, um, and you could see he was emotional. Like he said, he was trying to hide his emotions. Very popular guy. Uh, have you ever seen Pat come and smile that much uh, <laughs> when Mitch Marsh got to that hundred? But everyone in Australia was smiling at that point. And he's waited four years for this. I mean, always a bit of a surprise and very unfortunate for Greeny um, with a very, very minor hamstring injury. But um, feel like I've been his understudy for a few years now on a lot of tours, and um, just I mean, this group—it's we've had a, we have a great squad mentality, and um, you know, my previous experience on long test tours is you always get a chance at some stage. So I just wanted to stay ready, and I think I'm the first man to score a test hundred on a UK holiday. <laughs> That's exactly right. Escape. I, I loved how. I don't think he meant to do this, but it was almost like a very minor hamstring injury. And uh, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Barat, um, tell us about this series. Uh, I, I don't recall. I'm 44, and I don't recall as being engaged in a series in my life as what I'm seeing now. Piers Morgan, uh, I think he's carrying on, but he's tweeting things like he's never wanted to see England win a game as much as they are right now. How is it? How do you appraise this series compared to others you've been a part of? No, I mean, uh, it's uh, captured everybody's imagination. Despite the fact that Australia are 2-0 ahead and we could well be three days away from Australia retaining the earn with two test matches still to go. Uh, but um, you're right. I mean, it's uh, because it's felt it's all was, was built up to be a clash of cultures, right? England are claiming to reinvent Test cricket, save Test cricket mm. even, uh, whereas Australia have said, hang on, I think we're playing traditional Test cricket and we're still winning. We're the World Test champions, don't forget. Uh, we just won that trophy at the start of this tour. Uh, so I think that adds uh, in that extra element. And, and look, to England's credit, uh, you can you can kind of uh, go on criticising their, their ways and how it hasn't worked. Uh, but they have made uh, their test cricket exciting anyway. So the unexpected nature of some of their decisions, you don't know what to expect from them. Uh, and uh, it was a non-event, the John Johnny Bairstow dismissal, uh, in my opinion. There was nothing to even write home about. Uh, but because uh, England lost, it's become such a big deal that, yeah, I mean, in a way, it's not bad that the prime ministers are getting involved. It's silly, uh, but it just gets everyone excited. And, and trust me, just driving around England and just speaking to people, they are so engaged. It's so much more into this Ashes series than you would expect them to be even in the past. Scope, people are being critical about the uh, 263, but what they don't realise behind uh, walls, Australia have said to themselves, well, we won 2-0. Mm. Boys, let's see if we can win Baz Ball style. So okay. we meant to get yeah, 263. Yeah, okay. They're, they're pulling the, the Baz on the Baz. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, speaking of Johnny Barstow there, Barat, um, you know, he's just uh, getting getting into his innings. How Over there, uh, there's been criticism from both sides, the spirit of cricket, mm. all that jazz. You know, normally, you, you talked about it, they're, they're one game away. If Australia can get the job done, um, it's all but done for the series. But do you think just all that animation in particular around uh, what would have been sort of, an, to some, a non-event, but um, it sort of just kept the ashes and brought the ashes back to, you know, some of the golden years where it's getting really spiteful between not only the media, the punters, uh, and some of the players are getting into it. 
Um, yeah, you could say that. Uh, I think the cricket itself has been so exciting. I mean, that first test in Birmingham was uh, a classic, right? Pat Cummins and Nathan Lyon uh, taking Australia home in a narrow run chase. Uh, and the last test, I mean, even though the Johnny Best or dismissal dominated headlines, it's unfair. It overshadowed one of the greatest test innings you'll ever see from Ben Stokes uh, in a losing cause this time, unlike uh, Headingley four years ago. Uh, so the the quality of cricket, strangely enough, has been um, really exciting. The pitches haven't played any part in them, at least still yesterday. Uh, this one is a super pitch. Uh, it's made for exciting Test cricket. Uh, but you're right. I mean, it did lack that uh, that edge in that sense of uh, uh, that sort of you know the Ashes rival. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean the, the cricketing rivalry for sure. But that um, uh, you know animosity was not there. Uh, and, and not just so much on the field, but off the field as well. But yeah, I mean, once Piers Morgan gets involved, you oh. know, uh, <laughs> you know something level. is going on. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, it goes to the next level. <laughs> hey, Barat, we've got to run, mate. We appreciate it. And, and we can't wait to tune in tonight, our time, to hear your good self uh, and the team for SEN as uh, day two at Headling starts, starts to fire up. I can't wait. And thank you so much, guys, for having me on. Barat Sunder Racing.